Hi. Hi. Hello. So welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. Once again, I have my amazing friends, Bessie Jill. Hello. And John Wayne. Hi. <laughs> and we are... What this is episode six of season two. We're kind of we're kind of trudging along here. It's uh, it's exciting times. How's um how's everybody doing? Uh, average. Oh, okay. Like it evens out. You know, you have your highs and your lows, and then just you just hit that little middle beep beep. Have you um had any good food recently? That's not cat food. Uh, I had like a, I had like a, a peach. Wow. Yeah. Really diversifying. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of peaches, but you know. No like, way. Yeah. Like also, also had a mango, but yeah. Natalie likes to call it a mango. Okay. Is Can that a, clarify? is that a deal breaker? I don't know. It's like one of those things that's like, <laughs> It's mango. How, how do you even, conf like, how do you, where does the, mango, is that like a weird accent? I don't know. I think she just likes saying mango. Huh. Like, I think she knows it's incorrect. She just likes saying mango. Are peaches the one that are fuzzy? Yes. Oh, that is so creepy. It's something about the texture. Yeah. Yeah, right? That, if the, the fuzziness on my tongue. Yeah. Oh, it's so. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's uh, like biting into a human. It's it makes my skin crawl. It's very similar. Oh, okay. Don't well, ask. you open the door. Let's Don't walk ask. through. Oh, okay. This is riveting stuff, guys. Do you? <laughs> yeah, we're we're really starting off strong here. Do you have a favorite peach recipe? I like cobblers. I like peach cobbler. Um, otherwise, I just like a plain peach. Okay. My favorite peach recipe, the ingredients are, as listed, peach. <laughs> I, like, I just like a plain peach with peach on top. But John Wayne, doesn't she, Natalie likes to cook, right? Is she? I mean, mostly just deviled eggs. Is That's her specialty. Like so eggs. she isn't trying to like replace the cat food or animal food. She's just like supplementing it with. I mean, if she get her hands eggs. on eggs, she'll cook something with eggs. Got but, it. I mean, like sometimes she'll like scrambled eggs with cat food sprinkle on it. Oh. Omelets, cat food inside. You know, we mix it up a little. But it's like whenever she get eggs on it. So it's like, you're like, oh, crow eggs, you know. Crow eggs. What color? Are, do they have a really amber yolk? What do they taste like? Are they rich? What's What's the deal? I don't know. It tastes like eggs to me. Once you cook them. They taste they like taste chicken eggs? Yeah. Hmm. How big is a crow egg? It's a little smaller than a chicken egg. <laughs> Why is that so funny? No, I have just... no. Where no one's gonna fact check this. <laughs> and I'm just laughing because, like, where we had, where we went with this. Um, what about you? Well, Bessie, what about you and food? What about it? Well, no, you asked John Wayne about food. Are you eating any favorite foods right oh. now? <laughs> I think she was, she was asking me because I've been eating cat food, but. Oh. <laughs> I was like, 
what a general question. Um, yeah, f- I support food. <laughs> bagels. <Yeah>. Food. <laughs> That's funny. I do love bagels. Oh, I fucking love bagels. But yeah. how are you guys doing? Are you guys doing above or below average? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Good talk. <laughs> I, think, I think Bess is doing... Oh. Oh, you might hear birds too. I'm in the. No. Sound like a duck. Oh, that was definitely my laugh, and now I'm embarrassed. Yeah, things are. Uh, air quality. What was that? Are you printing something? I don't know. <laughs> no, that was a car horn. Is that a gong? They're painting. They're painting the. Um, they're painting the north side of the church. And so mm. the, I, th- I think there's one of those cranes Very that specific. moves up and down. Why just the north that, side? Just to, we have to start somewhere. <laughs> why couldn't you just say? Why couldn't you just say they're painting? Oh, they're just painting the outside. Oh, well, in case people drive by the church or walk <laughs> by the church and they'll wonder what's up with the church. Why is it two different colors? I like specifics. Hey, man. Sure, but I the thing is, most people, <clears throat> Natalie, don't know where north is. They don't know. When I say directions, I say, okay, oh, yeah, just go west uh, down until you hit. I don't know where <clears throat> west is. Well, look at the sun. I mean, not directly, Ex- but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but some people, they don't have that instant. I don't know. That, that internal compass. Yeah. Even well, some you might call it. Sun, you have to realize, oh, what time of the day is it? Oh, that means it's it's in the east right now. Like some people don't. Mm. There's yeah. an ocean right there. <laughs> like the ocean, the beach is right there. I what do you know. think that means? I don't know which way that is. But if they're looking <laughs> south to them, that's a different direction. Sometimes it does get frustrating because there's a big ocean that's west. Clearly, the sun sets in the west. Figure it out from there. Clearly. I'm so sorry. My tummy growled so loud. (laughs) It's okay. I didn't hear it. I would just assume you chewed it anyway, so. Oh, I don't do that. Neither does Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) All from all the eggs and cat food? I guess so. She blames it on the ghost. That's brilliant. Yeah, what a convenient... Um... Yeah, weird. We have so many ghosts, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Dale. Whoo. So, everybody, before we kind of get into today, um, as a reminder, oh, actually, depending on when this comes out... Sorry, I'm having a little mental thing there. So by the time you're hearing this, our first episode of our mini Q&A mini episodes are going to be coming out. And those are going to be coming out every Monday. So by the time you guys hear this, there should be one out already. And it'll just be in the regular feed. It's not going to be a separate podcast. So um, we look forward to you guys answering us questions and hearing your feedback. Hopefully we can help some of you. We answered some really interesting questions um, this la- for this last Monday's episode. So definitely check that out. Some good relationship questions, some friendship questions in there. 
Bonus um, episode. Bonus. Bonus. Should we call it that? Bonus episode. It's not my best work. We're doing a little workshopping here live. <laughs> so, how is everybody doing with the pandemic? I know that. You know what? I feel like we talk about this every time. Let's take a different tack. How's everybody's mental health? Oh, um, thriving. Thriving. Okay. And I'm how did you lying. get to that place? Are you? Oh, are you? What's wrong? I'm fine. I just don't think I'm thriving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent. I would say I'm average right now. There's only so much you can do. Yeah. So, you know, there's only so many times I could go in the courtyard and weed the weed the yard, weed the gravestones. Yeah. yeah. Feed the crows. Um. Yeah. I stepped out to the coffee shop. I was brave. I felt. Wow. Because I also realized that as much as I was staying in to protect myself, going out, A, is good for you. Mm. You get some vitamin D, but it also helps local businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, So I decided to go to the coffee shop. They missed you. They no, missed they you. Did. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. Oh. They definitely miss – they were sort of used to seeing you all the time because you would oh. be going in there recruiting. So what you're saying is they noticed that I wasn't there. Right, because they definitely didn't have as much turnover ever mm. since you stopped coming because oh. they have fewer people quitting to go live their life for the church. So mm. they are but... thriving without my presence. <laughs> Got it. But they definitely noticed. So I guess what that means is that soon, hopefully, we'll have a lot of fresh faces to go in mm. and, you know, recruit? speak to. Recruit. Yeah. Okay. Recruit. That way, and maybe we can get you some help, you know, maybe that way you don't have to feel as compelled to go out into the garden and, um, you know, do everything. I've taken a turn the last couple of months. I feel less, um, I feel less of a desire to recruit and gather disciples and more of a desire to clean the garden. I just feel, I just feel, um, wrong doing it now mm. okay I feel holier than now I feel judgmental right. I'm just trying to be a better person so I'm just hanging out with the crows I haven't had a crow egg yet <laughs> I'm surprised I, I haven't even seen one they're they're greenish no way yeah they're like speckled. crows they're like green oh crow eggs like green looking this up I wonder why bird eggs are often speckled. Because they got a little poop on them. That's how you know they're good. Mm. Oh, but wow. that only applies that only applies to bird eggs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like beautiful stones. I mean, yeah, they look they look prettier than wow. the bird that lays them. Yes. Yeah. You're talking about crows are fucking beautiful. No, I think crows, crows are the no, most fucking annoying bird. In the, they're they're almost as annoying. 
I don't know. They're they're on par with the most annoying birds. You know why you probably think they're annoying? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What's another bird? What's your first annoying bird? The most annoying bird? I don't know. Crows, crows up there. Yeah, but you know why you probably think crows are annoying? Because crows are smart. And crows, or is that ravens? They're they the, the same, same thing. Oh. They're not the same thing. <laughs> Wait a second. Is there a joke? Did we have a running joke about crows and ravens? I told it and no one laughed. <laughs> Wait, let's do it again. Okay, here's the joke. Okay, so. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, you know the difference between a crow and a raven? Well, <laughs> crows have four pinions, which are these tail feathers, right? Okay. And ravens have three pinions, the right. tail feathers. So really, the difference between a crow and a raven is just a matter of opinion. <laughs> I don't know why. A laugh was a farce. I don't it started it. it started off that way, but then it was real <laughs> at the you, end. But then you convinced yourself that, oh, this he is made himself laugh. laugh and he just started laughing. Well, and I also realized we did talk about this because I think the cover art for one of the episodes was yes. a raven. It I was think, recent. Like like recent. Like just no one a couple needs of... to hear it again. <laughs> the best part is that she told it again. Mm. Okay. That's funny. Thank you. Um, crows and ravens. Got it. But yeah, so crows and ravens are smart birds. That's probably why you find them annoying because they, you know, they fuck with you. They're not like pigeons, which are just stupid. Crows and ravens are actually interesting. They are not stupid. They know where the, they come back to the place that where people feed them all the time. (laughs) Yeah, but they like want to get run over by my bike. Like, they don't move until the very they, last just second. Just because they're suicidal and depressed doesn't mean they're stupid. Yeah, just because they're daredevils doesn't make them dumb. They live for the I'll give you, I'll give you that point. Okay, I'll, I'll let you have that one. I'm just really, I'm really defensive about birds. You do. You seem very pro-bird now. <laughs> well, she's been it's probably living in the garden for so long. Yes. That's she, fair. She's like part crow now. She speaks to them. <laughs> so what about you john wayne how's your mental health (laughs) i just yawned what hey hey john wayne how's your mental health how are you (laughs) um like out of a 10 i'm probably like a seven okay pretty good yeah like, like, I mean, I guess slightly above average just because the older I get, the more hateful and, like, because, like the more of the, get off my lawn! Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I start, I don't know, like, it's weird. The older you get, the more you understand that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, which sucks because eventually I'm just going to be old and alone. And then I'm going to be that old man in the nursing home where just angry. Oh, don't, don't, don't give him, don't give him the peaches. He's going to fucking yell at you so hard, you know? Yeah. And then I'm just gonna be like, Marr! and then like no one comes and sees me. All my nieces and nephews never come see me. So. It's just... And then the nurses are going to go, did you give him ocean twist? He doesn't <laughs> like that kind of cat food. Okay. <laughs> he likes nature's harvest. 
Yeah, Is Ocean Twist a cat food? I don't know. Fact check. Well, he sounds like a child. <laughs> He'll eat what we give him. <laughs> Just not any peaches. Well, that's good. I assume also living with a girlfriend, your girlfriend, like reconnecting with her must help your mental health also. That must what brings it from a five to a seven, I'm assuming. Or does that bring it from a 10 to a 7? Uh-huh. I feel like that probably brings it from an 8 to a 7. Whoa. Oh. I mean, not not in a bad way. It's just because, like... No, how could that be in a bad way? No, it's not. <laughs> Look, when you have someone else in your life, you you feel this... I don't know, not a need, but you feel this want to make sure they're okay. Like, to make there's a there's like a little extra stress because you're like well i hope they're okay they haven't texted me within the hour i hope they're i hope they're not dead mm-hmm. i hope they haven't been kidnapped you know there's like a little there's a little extra stress i think when you have someone in your life that you care about to mm-hmm. you know to a point where it not like ruins your you know but it changes you a little bit you just act different that's all you're just different is there a risk that natalie could die in the library I mean, there's a risk any of us could die. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, your ex-wife. And... Yeah, I mean, this place is old. Apparently, there's yeah. ghosts in here. I don't know. Maybe they're going to be aggressive one day. I don't know if that's a thing. I mean, supposedly, back in the day, there was aggressive ghosts that murdered people, and then they had to, like, form this club called the Ghostbusters to defeat them. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, that's all rumor and myth and legend, so I don't know. Uh, about all that bars you know these there's big bookshelves that could fall on her you know or i mean god forbid she goes outside freaking ditch Mm. yeah totally nobody's safe man well my mental health went down a little bit after that oh after that no i'm just teasing i uh hey look no that's a pessimist doesn't mean you have to be. I'm negative, so you can be positive. Like, we're batteries, you know? So, actually, that brings up an interesting segue. Where do you think your pessimism comes from? Like, was there an event? Was it a series of things? Like, how did you become a, a pessimist? Like, where you are today, where did that, where did that, how did you arrive there? I think, I think it's a collection of stuff. I think... It's it's also an attitude. Like I think, I think there's those people that they literally are like I'm a positive person, and I think you some people have to strive to maintain their positivity. But I think it's it's infectious. It can be, and then it's also it's just a lifestyle. It's like working out. If you you know if you go to the gym every day for like six weeks, it becomes a habit. And I think I think positivity is it. I don't. I think habitual. And I think I've just learned to be cynical and it's just kind of rubbed off on me. And now it's habitually cynical. I don't know. Hmm. What about you, Bessie? Do you think I'm a pessimist? Oh, no. Well, I guess I should have. I should, I guess I should have premised. <laughs> do you, do you see yourself more pessimistic, optimistic, somewhere in between? I think I'm somewhere in between. Okay. Probably a little leaning more towards optimism. Yeah. For my own 
survival. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I'm smart enough to be a pessimist. <laughs> smart Interesting. enough? I, I like living in the ignorant glow oh. of everything's going to be okay. It that is interesting. Well, and I think the other thing too is that when you are, so John Wayne is not as attached to. Oh, that's a weird way to say that. Bessie and I are much more immersed in. The uh, well, the Church of Brittany, the not that Brittany is all about me. Listen to me. Don't. Don't listen to yourself. Only listen to me. No, Brittany teaches us, obviously, through her words. Follow your instincts. Listen to yourself. Trust your gut. You know, find your solutions. I'm going to give you some advice, but you go off and you make your own mistakes. And so I think it's one of those things where it's a little bit of both for us because we do have faith in something bigger, but then we also have to listen to her words, which is like, look, don't always use me as an example because I'm fucking flawed you know go after the mm -hmm. wrong guy and stalk him and well i wait for him and if i may our chapter this week i quite mm -hmm. enjoyed because it kind of yes shits on a person who's jealous and is begging her to change which yeah first those that theme in this chapter makes me a little more empowered, a little happier than her thinking she made a mistake or fell for the wrong guy or begging a guy to love her. This one feels totally. Bad. <laughs> you know? If anyone out there in the world is struggling with how to make a segue from one thing to another, you just <laughs> got a masterclass in how to segue from Bessie Joe herself. Yeah, I mean, it, it, after reading the scripture and then thinking about what we were just talking about, I think this is a very, this is, this leans toward the optimism. This leads toward positivity, confidence. Mm -hmm. because she was a very confident person. She was mm -hmm. very confident in what, and she knew what she, this is like, she knew here. She's like, look, obviously the, the chapter was labeled. What you see is what you get. So, yeah, I mean, that, that just exudes what, who Brittany was. It's like, look, man, take it or leave it. I know that I know this. I know this works. I know this yeah. is. Uh, it's this working is for thing. other people. If it doesn't work for you. So hit the road. It kind of reminds me of uh, our questions we did earlier. In what way? That it relates to the questions? Because it uh, No, we were talking about the we did that. The questions that hopefully people listen to before this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we were talking about the questions about, uh, help me out here, Aaron. Um, the guy who keeps screaming weird things when he comes. Is that it? Yeah. The guy who oh, no, the is friends thing. with the guy who no, 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 won't play with video thing. games. Okay. <laughs> Not the video games. Stop bringing that up. The X. Oh, the ex-partner? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's just, it's just like, because we talked about jealousy a little bit in there, and I think it was just about being confident in who you are and just knowing that, like, this person's with me now. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, it's the confidence. It's just Brittany's confidence. It's just having that confidence in yourself, knowing that you're good enough. Totally. So if anyone isn't kind of 
up to speed with us this week, we are going to be talking about book two, chapter six, what you see is what you get. Now, I know, Bessie, you kind of already hinted at it, but I got to be honest with you, this, there's definitely a lot of popular chapters, okay? There's definitely a lot of iconic chapters. This one, when I was preparing for this week's, you know, for this week's podcast, I don't know, it had just kind of gone to the back of my mind a little bit, but this is one of my favorite ones because, you know, as a little bit of a preface, I'm on a journey. I'm on a fitness, I'm on a self-growth journey. Mm-hmm. And this is one where there's definitely the perspective of the of the person that she's speaking about and their jealousy and their sort of the way they think about Britney. But mm-hmm. then there's also Britney's confidence. You know, she kind of it's it's you used to say that I was special, everything was right, but now you think I'm wearing too much makeup, the mic dress is too tight. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got no reasons. I've never been untrue. What does it really matter if they're looking? Because I'm only looking at you. You know, don't try to change. You know, she just goes on. Yeah. But what she's all, you know, and then sort of in the the main part here, what you see is what you get. This is me. Hey, you, if you want me, don't forget, take me as I am. Because I can promise you what you see is what you get. But that idea of like, look, I'm I'm not going to, you know, because she's obviously gone through changes up until this point. But to have this confidence of, you know what, boy, or, or whoever, stop. Yeah. Okay. Don't try to tell me that I should. Okay, well, now there's an interesting conundrum, you know, because what if Brittany, what if Brittany screams out crazy things when she comes? Well, she's being true to herself. She's saying what you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. And but you, you know what? You're right. And actually, it does fit with what you said. Because if the guy doesn't like it, well, then he can just go. He can just go. Yeah. yeah. And everyone is happier. This is me. Everyone is happier. Different and she'll probably find someone who likes that yeah. about her, you know? And it's like, that is so hilarious. And I've if she always can't, thought. Then maybe she should reevaluate <laughs> something. <laughs> really, that she might be the problem. Yeah. <laughs> After enough relationships. Ending because of a after session call out. I don't know. There's just that. Yeah, but there. But back to this thing. There's just something about the freedom that she's expressing. So. So anyway, yeah, Bessie, your thoughts. I know you had already started talking about this, but I think you summed it up perfectly, annoyingly perfectly, because I don't really oh. know what to add, because it's so good. Like. Yeah. I. Like how we can relate it to the questionnaire from our Q and A. Um, I'm. This one just feels more empowering, and it feels like more of a character arc in this story, mm-hmm. rather than a beg for a. I feel like she's grown to be like I can get any man I want, so. But I choose you, so shouldn't you be flattered by that? And if you're not, then. Goodbye. It's been great. Just don't try to change me. I think partners should challenge you and you should learn from each other and learn the good and the bad. But as far as like stuff that you cannot change, stuff that you cannot control that you thought was cute when you first got together and now for some reason it's 
bothering you, mm-hmm. go fuck yourself. And we all do it. We all do it. Yeah. You know, you, six you months know. of the re- relationship, we're like, oh, I really thought the way that person ate was cute. And now, why? <laughs> but that's just you. That is you. That is your yeah. problem. Have you ever experienced that with like um, high school crushes or like crushes from your early 20s or late teens where you sort of you you see them now or through social media, you Mm -hmm. see them, you're like, I dodged a bullet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did I? Well, it's still sticking in me Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, I really dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have, that is something I do experience a lot. Why was it? Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. Finish. I I don't remember. (laughs) What were you saying? (laughs) I was just going to ask if either of you have been in a relationship where your partner, uh, I think we even briefly touched on this in the Q and A. I'm not sure. I don't remember, but had a partner that was controlling that like, controlled what you wore or Mm. like suggestions about like makeup like Uh, wearing too much makeup or uh, what you were wearing like didn't like what you yes i have but didn't last yeah yeah (laughs) yeah because i i had am a little strong-willed so if i'm being told or at least even given the energy or weird looks that like, okay, you should, I like it when you put makeup on. I like when you wear dresses, you look really good in a dress. I was more encouraged to say goodbye because that's just not who right. I am. Yeah. Um, but that person is fine. It's not their fault. They have preferences. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was with someone who didn't like my, he really wanted me to trim my hair. Mm. My, oh no, my, um, my goatee. Your goatee. Uh, Although, although it, I mean this, the analogy could be down there, you know, but yeah, he really liked, he didn't like a lot of facial hair. Mm. Now, back then I was under the belief that my goatee helped elongate my face. And so I felt like without it, I look ridiculously young and it just does not, I don't like that feeling. And so that's why I always had, well, okay. Now maybe more so, (laughs) but back then I didn't and it was annoying. And so, but he was really like, he just did not like, and it was kind of like if I had facial hair, if I let my five, cause at first I was like young and I thought, okay, you know, I don't really care. And I would kind of, um, get rid of it but i also hated shaving so i would let my five o'clock shadow grow in but he really didn't like it and kind of got to Is a it thing where it he would, i don't know well he said that he didn't like the feeling of it on his face oh. or okay. where, wherever else you know what if i mean it, if it and shapes so, someone's face then i can kind of understand yeah and so but i don't like shaving and since it's my body, I would be very strong-willed about it. And it ended up, I mean, we ended up breaking up for other reasons, but. Not because of that? It definitely, even now when I think back on it, it leaves kind of a weird taste in my mouth that I allowed myself to capitulate, you know? What does capitulate mean? I was about to, I was about to say, oh, there's a 
$5 word. You know, that I allowed, you know, where he says, please, please shave it, shave it, shave it. And I'm like, no, okay, fine, fine. I capitulated. I'm still confused. Sorry, I have um, to look it up, capitulate. Let me find the book. I don't know We're the definition. Like, what's the definition, John Wayne? Capitulate. Cease to resist an opponent or an unwelcome demand. So give up? Yeah, surrender. <laughs> give in, yield. I capitulate. Yeah. Okay. okay. Concede defeat. What about you, John Wayne? Have you ever have you ever had someone kind of pressure you? <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Um. I guess because with you two, I always think of the bunk bed. I always think of like the mm-hmm. fact that you both were so. Wait, because you guys, someone wanted the bottom. Wait, what was it? We you guys were fighting. That's right. She would, and it would, whoever snuck in there first, because we didn't sleep. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. Good job. John Wayne just killed a fly with his bare hand. Oh. Oh, a mosquito. That's a little easier. I have invasion of mosquitoes in my room somehow that's blockaded. I've, I've even stuffed blankets under door holes. For mosquitoes specifically? Yeah. Somehow they sneak in here. I don't know. I don't understand where they come from. Maybe the library is just covered with larva. Apparently. I don't know. I guess every time they come in, they're like, here, let me make sure that my life, my, my, my future mosquitoes live on and I'll just lay some eggs here real quick and then I'll go die. There must be a lot of small little puddles on the floor of the library. Yeah, they just come here and then capitulate. A lot of empty tires. They copulate, <laughs> then they capitulate. Well, no, you capitulate because you allow them to, you, you've surrendered to them. No, I didn't. Take my blood. Take no, my blood. Do you get bit a lot if there are mosquitoes? Did we, we discussed this before, haven't we? Not as much as I think I would. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't think so. This doesn't sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Like, I have one. Like, but I have do one. bugs like you when you're outside in the woods? Not, is Natalie around? Because if Natalie's around, they go after her. Oh, should they yeah, like they, her blood? They f her up. Oh. Like we'll be outside, and then she'll be like, "I'm." They're eating me alive. I know. I I don't have any problem with it. They don't bother me. Like, I usually don't, except when I'm in yeah. the room, and then I'm the only food source for these mosquitoes coming <laughs> from God's where. Yeah. They def- I definitely had a bug problem when I first took the hazmat suit off. <laughs> I assume oh, it's because yeah. it's very. I was very pungent, and they were like, "Buffet, hey!" But ever since I scrubbed all that off, I've been. I've been fine. I'm surprised I, there wasn't a bug problem inside your hazmat suit while you were in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've discovered the less I shower, the the more they stay away. Less for like probably because there's so much perfume and soaps and all that shit. Mm. No, he's saying the less you shower, right? Yeah, I'm saying oh, like, okay. and maybe. I'm thinking the perfume and soaps. Oh, got it. Attracts them, and maybe like wine. Maybe wine repels them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I think the I think they really get in. I think they love drinking my blood because they're like, I'm like my 
my blood alcohol level is so high all the time. Yeah. They're like, fuck, dude, get dude. Wasted. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, have you guys been to that new wine bar over there by the desk? <laughs> yeah, I just, oh, Frank, what, there's a human. Like, it is amazing. I guess that makes sense why they're always around. Wait, what's that thing called? What, fuck, I, I mean, it's not going to be a funny joke now, but what is that thing called when you have like six, they'll do six tiny samples? A, like oh, like a beer thing, or they'll do it for whiskey, or they'll do it for bacon. What did you say, or Sampler? Yeah, it's something like No, there's that. there's a word like if you go to like if you go to a flight like a brewery. It's a flight. 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 Hold on, can I remake that into a No, I can't. No, I, you I, can't. Don't no, attempt. It's too late. Um We're trying to be funny. The well, you know, I've been told I was funny my whole life and now we have this podcast. And, <laughs> and so. now I scream orders up every time I come. And now we have our one review that says Loads not funny. completed. <laughs> Download um, complete. I feel like we should just spend like at least five minutes coming up with zingers. Oh, God. I'm okay. Oh, for the for the girl? Or just either one. I don't know. Like yeah. what you say when you when you when you hit the uh, right hit the jackpot, hit the whammy. Yeah. I think Break the dam. Yeah. Boom goes boom goes the dynamite. I don't know. Just... That's not even a saying. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I say it all the time. Yeah. Aaron's like, well, yeah. Maybe, no, maybe you can incorporate some. Maybe she can incorporate some Britney. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's like he's like, order up, and she's like, oops, I did it again. Or, um. What you see is what you get. That's it. <laughs> uh, almost too long. Yeah, I know. She starts reading the di- she starts reading the collected works of David Copperfield. <laughs> Four like score that. and seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite David Copperfield. <laughs> I know. I was actually trying to think of um, what's the. <laughs> Did not know that. According to my studies, that was not David Copperfield. That was a Gettysburg address. No. (laughs) So I had a major brain fart because I originally, I wanted to say it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. But then, because that's David Copperfield, right? What? Wait, is David Copperfield an author or a book? He's a, he was a magician. No, but it's, no, he's also, I think it's also a book. By the guy who wrote A Tale of Two Cities. Yeah, it did was written by David Is it is it Hemingway? Is it Charles Hemingway? <laughs> it was Charles Dickens. <laughs> it was Charles Dickens. I'm gonna pass out. It's okay. It's okay. You're a you're a religious head and I'm the library. You've read one book your entire life, man. And it's Britney's books. You're a devoted, you're a devoted mm-hmm. disciple. It's fine. <clears throat> Charles Dickens. There we go. I don't know how we can get back. Bessie, do you have a good segue for us? You know, it's been the best of times. It's been the worst of times. And Britney has had her fair share of best of times <laughs> and the worst of times. And right now she's going through the ringer, but she's also showing us what she's made of. It, what you see is what you get. 
And it was the best of times and worst of times. There we go. Says David. By David Copperfield. Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, I love the fact that he said that all the time, though. Like that was like he he would be like he would like do the magic trick, and he'd make the plane disappear, and he's like, "It was the best of times. It was the worst of times." And they're like, "Yeah, I get it. Fucking planes." They're like, "We get it. You're named after the guy. It's fine." <laughs> Wait, David Copperfield was a book, wasn't you it? You asked me to give a segue, you know what? and now you're, you're right. Back to I'm it. sorry. That I apologize. Was a really hard segue. <laughs> well. Hey, what you see is what you get, okay? My mind wanders. It's okay. You're right. I um, accept you. I accept you. So, first of all, David, just to be clear, as a librarian historian, David Copperfield was, was a book written by Charles Dickens. Right. That's okay. what I was saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So we've given out a lot of, we've answered a lot of questions today. Um, you know, I feel like this is one of those, we really didn't dive too deep into it because the truth is it's pretty surface level, mm-hmm. this, this chapter. You know, really have some confidence, you know, really try to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she, even later on, she kind of ends off with, you should never try to change me. I can be nobody else, okay? You're going to be looking for trouble if you hurt me. I can promise you, oh, you'll be looking for trouble. Oh, damn, Brittany's Ooh, like... She's right. That's a little threat. She's like, not only should you accept me for who I am and not try to change me, but if you do, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I... <laughs> like I mean, well, that's... It sounds like it, you mm-hmm. know? Maybe she's going to shank him, like... Oh, you want more makeup? Oh, you don't like my eyeliner? You don't like the way I apply my highlight? Shank. Wow. I don't know. Maybe at the, you know, maybe at this point she's been through so many she's had so much drama dating maybe. that literally it's like, you know what? I can't just date someone, have it go bad and like let them go out into the world. Like maybe I need to like Kill them? Yeah, she needs to like reduce their numbers. Oh. For the health of everyone else. Exactly. Um, I I never pictured her to do that. I think she would, because maybe there is a woman out there that could handle and want Mm. this person. Or a woman where that person with the shitty guy can change. So maybe she's speaking figuratively and not literally. Well, she never even said shank. That's true. So you'll be looking for trouble. Maybe the trouble is like a breakup. It, got it. That that I could see that being what she meant. Okay. <laughs> you always have a. It always goes to violence. Yeah, maybe I need to. Do, yeah, I think. You know, I've, it's been a six-month pandemic of being alone, and I still feel like I need more time to self-reflect because, yeah, mm. I do tend to think violence that's okay i mean the great thing about these words is you know they just you know you kind of take what you want from them um what you see is what you get girl (laughs) and that's three and oh for the segue train Uh, yep there we go 
Um, John Wayne, thoughts? About? <laughs> that was very abrupt on my part. Uh, Take it to the house. Yeah, this week. This week's, this week's chapter. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I've, uh, I've explored, but um, yeah, what you see is what you get. <laughs> Did you approach that with Natalie? Did you approach it by saying, hey, girl, this is what you see is what you get? Or was it like, shit, it's been 10 years since I've dated. You know, should I change or should she accept me for who I am? She knew what she was getting into. And so, you know, I was, I mean, certain things you're not, you don't tell people in the first like week or two, like, there's information that gets doled out over time, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you can get a good judge of character from someone in the first, I don't know. Some people just have a better, better feel for people. You know, you can just read people. Sometimes you can just tell some, someone's a dirt bag or someone's being yeah. shady. You can just, you just totally. get a vibe. You get You can get feelings. So, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think she knew, and sometimes opposites affa- attract, and I think this is one of those scenarios. Opposites attract, and then, and then after time, either you deal with it or you don't. Like you're like, do I like this? Does this work for me? And either then either you're too attached and you just don't leave because you're just too attached, or you're like, yeah, this is unhealthy for me. I need to get out of here. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't overthink that, and hopefully we communi- continue to communicate, and we remain happy and healthy. Yeah. Stay away from ditches. Good advice for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't work out, you can you can walk out, slam the door, and say, "Will that complete your order?" <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. That's, that's called a callback. <laughs> um. Speaking of which, Bessie, have you had any luck finding me a partner, a lover? Got any good responses? Yes. Really? Yes, I have gotten several messages. Um, I keep uh, writing little notes and slipping them under your door saying, okay, contact this person, here's the number, contact this person, here's the number. Um but you haven't said anything. So I didn't know maybe if the wind was picking up the notes or, but just so you know, like you're getting responses. Is that what I'm so embarrassed. I didn't know what that was. I thought, okay. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. There's still time. I mean, it's only been a week. Is that a, is that a good, okay. So we still have time. Perfect. I'm so excited. So maybe hand over the profile to you to manage. Okay. Of oh, course, so you no longer I'm have to deal with this? Around, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hover around you, make sure you're not going to make any mistakes and response. Okay. So, so you'll be there as I'm swiping left or right to say yes or... I've already swiped what? for you. Got it. Okay. So now I just have to go through the pickings and... Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Was there any one particular that really stood out to you? Yes. His name is Marcus. Marcus. Marcus Minx. 
Um, Mark, in I'm retrospect, he kind of sounds like a porn star. So, I mean, that's uh, up to you. But we don't have to get into this too deeply. But let's say, what's your one favorite thing about Marcus that you think I'll enjoy? His hairy chest. <gasps> Wait, did we talk about that? No. My my love my love of that. Okay, perfect. Well, I'll. Um, I don't think we have. If we have, okay. I don't recall. But my instinct is to be like, oh. He's going to like this. I think that we must have a simpatico where we've known each other now for a while and lived together where you understand my type. Okay. Um, that's exciting. Well, I look forward to going through the slips of paper and finding Marcus. Um, Marcus. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hey, everybody. If there's hope for me, there's hope for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this week, please read these words. Take them to heart. Don't let anybody push you around or tell you you have to change or, you know, if you want to, don't settle. If you want to walk out of the house in a trash bag, if you want to show up to your first date in a dinosaur costume, do you, if that's you don't, don't now there's probably a caveat of don't try to be something that you are not right. But, but do you. I don't know. This was a good chapter. I'm excited. I'm excited. Hopefully everyone else can take those words to heart. Um, You guys, this was another amazing episode. Another opportunity to see your faces. Everybody, I know you're going to find something in that. See, Bessie, much more confident. Mm -hmm. And we look forward to hearing your feedback. Please definitely, again, check out our Q&A bonus ode every Monday. Submit your questions. Um, You can DM us or, or... or tag us on Instagram, www.brittanydo. Email us, www.brittanydo at gmail.com. Walk up to us on the street, distantly, socially distanced. Ask us a question. And um, yeah, we look forward to it. So another great week. Um, week. Yeah. So in the bag. In the bag. Uh, bye, Bessie Joe. Bye, Aaron. Bye, John Wayne. Bye. And from Aaron, I will say, I hope that completes your order. Ooh. Ew. You got a, you got a this whole time? <laughs> that was awful. Nope, it was perfect. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs>